What's up, everybody? It is Big Sale Friday, November 19th. You are listening to the Pat McAfee Show 2.0. You know the drill. Pat had to jump on a plane for Friday night. Smack Don! Tonight at 8 p.m. on Fox. Still got a loaded show for you today. We react to last night's Thursday night football game, the Patriots being back. Kyle Van Noy stops by to talk about his huge game. Coach JB obviously going through the entire college slate and making his picks. Plus, Pat and AJ go through the entire NFL slate this weekend and pick all the games. It's a good one. Let's get into it. Hey, Big Sale Friday is a special day because it is currently 25% off everything at store.patmcafeeshow.com. How's the supply chain? We don't know. Will you be able to get your stuff before Christmas? We don't know. We think so. We hope so. so. Mm -hmm. But it is 25% off store.patmcafeeshow.com. We can't thank you enough. There's customizable jerseys in there. What? Yeah, there's the football, obviously, in there. These are going to go quick, we think. We're only Mm -hmm. able to get a certain amount, so it's the baby duke. Yeah, it is the baby duke. This is the baby duke. It is a, but this, there's Christmas sweaters that the boys want to work on to design and, and kind of, you know, partake in the year that was 2021. And there's so much more over there. And we can't thank you enough. If you end up spending some of your hard earned money at store.patmacvishow.com, 25% off everything. And, and if you don't want to buy it, it, it's okay to say, hey, wouldn't mind if this was a gift. You know, like oh, yeah. somebody mm-hmm. should buy you something. Yeah, that's right. On the list. Yeah, somebody right. should buy you. And by the way, I know there's a lot of females that are forced to listen to the show. Sure. Sorry. Yeah. Literally. Deeply. I've been told this before. My wife has been told this before. Uh, I'm forced to listen to your husband through my boyfriend or significant other or whatever. And I appreciate those fine gentlemen out there, you know, spreading good work. But hey, hey, if you're listening, great, great Christmas gift. Oh, yeah. yeah. He'll love it. Great. He'll love it. Uh Uh-huh. We also have a couple baby things. We do have a ladies line mm-hmm. and for the brand, uh, my wife's foundation to help people pay for uh, canine cancer treatments, which are incredibly high priced and absurd. And the way we found it and started it was because our dog Valerie, who's the best dog on earth, I'm sorry, best dog on earth. I'm sure you guys have the best dog on earth too, but in my particular world, the dog that I've most connected with in the history of my existence, half pit bull, half Sharpay, she ended up getting cancer. We found out about her having uh, cancer, obviously, and they, they present to us a surgery to happen. And the price that it was, literally, Sam and I looked at each other and said, if this was our parents taking our dog in to do this, there is no way in fucking hell anybody would be able to pay for this. In the time with your canines or Jane, your dog, are just so beautiful and canine cancer happens to a lot of dogs so sam put together a foundation that raises money to help people pay for those things and all that's on there too incredible bandanas mug there's mugs i mean there is just everything and more and uh this is the only time of year we really promote the store because we don't like forcing anything upon people all right like our show we don't really promote the show that much i mean we tweet out the videos but you'll never hear me going on any other show and saying uh, before i get out of here one last plug my uh, pat mcafee show is every mm-hmm. you you rarely on smackdown never talk about it actually that is two million people i never do it because i feel like if you get to our show you know you happened over here and you stuck around we could be a lot mm-hmm. oh, okay yeah. and by we i mean me and by us i mean we are a large group of idiots doing things so we kind of do this this is a chance 
chance to kind of join our squad, join our team. We can't thank you enough. And uh, if it doesn't get to you in the proper amount of time, CFO Phil and the customer service there will be back and forth. At least you'll know what's going on yes. because I believe the supply chain situation might be a situation, which is why Big Sale Friday is today. Speaking of Big Sale Friday, it's Big big Mood Friday. Oh, yeah. hell yeah. yeah. It's Big... Uh, it is big feel-good Friday. Uh-huh. It is positive vibes on this particular Friday. It is maybe the first of many. Ooh. It is maybe a situation that we have found ourselves in that might take us down a glory road that will never fall into a glory hole. Hell yeah. We're talking about finding... A spiritual orgasm with something, mm-hmm. as Paul Heyman described greatness. We're talking about a heater that has begun and we are in the middle of that we are all going to profit off of yesterday. Thursday Night Football Thursday. Around here, back in the day, it was risk-free, same-game parlay, Thursday Night Football Thursday, where there was rules in place between us and FanDuel, where we had to have a certain amount of legs over a certain amount of odds, and there was a couple times we almost took like $9, 10000000 million from FanDuel as a team betting. But it was so devastating, so heartbreaking. We all decided we can't do it anymore. Mm. We went to the Colts-Jets games. It was here in Indianapolis. The Colts dog-walked. Mm. Mm-hmm. The New York Jets Killed. beat the hell out of the Jets. The offense looked good. Jonathan Taylor was wide open. Everybody should have been happy. We ran into 30 people after the game on our way out, which we were trying to get out of there quickly because we were miserable. Mm-hmm. Billy was about to puke all over us. <laughs> That's, right. That's right. 30 people stopped us. Uh, bummed. Heartbroken. About the risk-free same-game parlay not hitting. And I said, I can't do it anymore. I'm a... Uh, I'm normally just at work at home, and I just imagine what people's misery looks like from our losses. And then I got to experience it and feel it. And I was like, I don't want to do this anymore. I want to enjoy Thursday Night Football. I want to make the money for the people. So obviously, we in FanDuel, you know, had some discussions, had some conversations. Mm -hmm. And I knew that when I walked into that table about what the next potential rake for us could be from FanDuel in a situation, I knew I had... An ace in the pocket. Mm-hmm. That's right. I knew in the bullpen. Oh, yeah. Okay? Yeah. Hitting in the shadows in the back. There was a lefty that was going to come out. Yeah. And it's just middle finger one's done. Mm-hmm. So I presented the case. Can we just have a primetime super boost heater that just starts on Thursday night football between the Patriots and the, the Falcons and then just just do that forever. And there was giving you, you guys are going to give the best. Uh, whoa, whoa. I don't know. I don't know if you can have the best fucking gambler that exists to be given. Well, 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 we've given you some, we've given you some, huh? We've lost a couple super boosts now. <laughs> yeah. You know, risk free same game parlay. You guys are ahead in the game, at least in this little give and take here. We deserve, you know, these are just ideas. We're spitballing here. We could do this. And they said, uh, uh, sure, let's give it a shot. So last night we got a chance to call in the Canadian sensation, the high heat throwing lefty from the yeah. bullpen, Gumpy Super Boost, Patriots alternate spread at minus five and a half for even odds plus 100. Absolute incredible Super Boost. And whenever we were young in this Super Boost game, we might have got distracted by the glitz and the glamour of the big number. That's right. Sure. 
Easy oh, to do. Oh, this plus 250 becomes a plus 340. It's oh, like, oh, 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 shit. Oh, shit. That's a super boost. But the same amount of difference can happen at a lower rate. Oh, yeah. And all of a sudden, it is not only just a super boost, it's the best bet going on any sports book. Damn yeah, right. with the best odds going on any sports book. And last night, Gumpy, Patriots minus five and a half from minus 130 to plus 100, even Ooh. money. That was just the beginning. Gumpy, thank you, Gumpy. Thank you, Gumpy. Look at this dude. We will ride this Canadian heater into the promised land. I don't know how many times they're going to allow us to attempt to go on a heater with one of the best gamblers on earth. Yeah, my band well, Gumpy. But we are going to ride this thing. Hell yeah. yeah. And yeah. Gumpy, I can't thank you enough. How'd you know? What were your thoughts? And how, how casual were you all day yesterday, by the way? I tried. We tried to talk about it a couple oh, yeah. times. Because uh-huh. I just wanted to test the Canadian waters back here. What are we looking at in Celsius back here? Mm-hmm. Huh? Sure. He was just like, that's the one. That's the one. It's the one. He had no worries at all. And we all won from it. I put a very large amount. Because that's a sliding scale on how much you can bet on the boost. Mm-hmm. So I got attacked this weekend because I uh, I think I posted a two hundred and fifty dollar bet on somebody yeah. super boost. Tyreek Hill. And somebody said, "Oh, what the fuck? How come I can't do it?" They it's it's regulated via your normal betting, saving you from you. Yeah. <laughs> so this is normal. It's whatever your regular betting. Uh, money is it kind of they, they kind of lock you in there it's almost like your bank when you can't take a certain amount of money mm-hmm. out regulators with these sports books are trying to protect people from any of the bad that could potentially come from sports gambling which sports gambling is supposed to just be hey a little bit more interest a little bit more good time a little chance to win but obviously in every situation there is some people that potentially fall victim mm-hmm. the regulators that's why they're so strict on that so i get a chance to bet a little bit more because my standard unit is a little bit higher oh, yeah. I want big last a plus one hundred, dude. Ooh. Yeah, just seeing that number right next to each other with that alternate. Give me spread. that, Gumpy. Thank you, man. Like you go. You know what they've been telling me my whole life, Pat? What's that? Keep it simple, stupid. Oh, kiss method. Oh, That's yeah. all we're doing here. We'll find one game we like. That's all we need. Fuck it. We don't got to get fancy. No, we, we don't have to get fancy. fancy. Now remember. Just, one. just now one. remember though, Gump. Gumpy stood strong. You know. Because there was people trying to tempt him yesterday into creating another parlay. Oh, yeah. And us falling right into the Thursday night football risk-free same game parlay situation. And Gumpy, and after an overwhelming, you know, no, no, let's keep it simple. No, no, no. We bought into the Patriots minus five and a half. We all hit. I can't thank you enough. Let's get to the game that was. And we'll go to Boston Connor because I understand you're feeling fantastic. Oh, yeah. A lady. That team, the. New England Patriots, who have a guy on their team who's getting paid by the Miami Dolphins to play for the New England Patriots named Cal Van Noy. Smart. Last night, two sacks and a pick six. Yeah, oh. pretty good game. He'll be on the show today, third hour. Oh, Let's go. Friend of the show. Let's go. Mr. Van Noy coming by. Mr. Van Noy coming by. Beast. Remember, the Miami Dolphins fans were happy he was cut, and they were happy that they were paying him to play in the division for the New England Patriots. This guy, stinks. this guy stinks. This guy can't play. Bullshit. Oh, if he gets blocked, he can't do anything. It's like, well, that's football. Isn't it? <laughs> I mean, isn't that? 
Isn't that what football is? People are going to get blocked. It's getting off the block. That, and he's not going to make every, he's not going to make 70 tackles a game or 60 or 50, however no, many it no. is. But he makes plays in there. And that defense is stingy. Oh, yeah. And Mac Jones seems to make all of the right decisions, so much so that Troy Aikman was actually pointing out, like, actually, it's probably Hunter Henry's fault right here. Hunter Henry <laughs> yeah. misread this defense. He was actually supposed to go to the post there, to the corner. It is incredible that Bill Belichick, Josh McDaniels, and Matt Patricia yeah. were able to draft Mac Jones, have the confidence in Mac Jones, coach Mac Jones up so much that he can, he makes the decisions he made. The completion percentage is 22 for 26, 84.6% last night. Became the first rookie in NFL history to complete at least 80% of his passes in back-to-back games. Ooh. Minimum 15 attempts per Elias Sports. He currently ranks third in the NFL for the season at 70.2%. Says Field Yates. It's fucking unbelievable. Yeah. There was one pass he made. It was um, it was like a little drop ball. It seemed maybe 15 yards, 16 yards. To Hunter Henry. To Hunter Henry. Yeah. It, was, it was incredible. It was so much touch. Mm-hmm. He had to put it in on a dime. To be a rookie, be that confident, changing plays, making throws like that, the comfort level. It seems like him and Josh have a good relationship, but he's still getting coached up, it feels like. And with that defense doing what they're doing, he's a rookie quarterback. And once again, I'll say it does not feel like it at all. And watching them dominate the Falcons, who have 69-3 yep. in the last eight quarters. Yikes. That was yeah. that was. Awesome to see if you're a Patriots fan, but 31 other teams are like, how, how, how is this happening again up there, I think? Yeah, well, we hate all of those 31 teams, so I don't really care about them. But to your point about Mac Jones, Jay Glazer, right before the broadcast, said, like, the players in the locker room, the whole team, feel it feels like Mac isn't really a rookie. Like, he's been a vet. And you mentioned that yesterday on the show, like, even watching him, the way he does read defenses, check plays and everything, it's unbelievable. And then when you add the run game into it, too, the team as a whole is very, very complete, and they have this, I think it was Bill or maybe Matty Patricia, the genius up top, said the defense really just has a, we're going to make you fight for every single yard, and we're going to rip your ass down. A lot. There, I didn't see, like, many missed tackles. No, man. no, no. I mean, they didn't, they were eating. Yeah. They're unbelievable. And it seems defense. like they're everywhere. Yeah. And it's, it, that's that, you know, uh, Chuck Pagano, I think the way he broke it down was, the reason why they make rookie quarterbacks so bad is because they change what they're doing schematically. And he talked about how you just have to have players that are able to flip the switch and go to a different scheme and do a different thing and be able to do that and kind of they have a full squad over there. Oh yeah. And I think Kyle Van Noy coming back and granted, I guess he didn't work for the Dolphins. I guess. Maybe they got better all didn't of a sudden when he was, he was yeah, yeah. I, I mean, yeah, he was I don't Who cares? I, I mean, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I'm pumped I, about I, it. Yeah, I guess you're pumped about it, but that whole it just seems like they're all on the same page and then i listen to mccordy afterwards talk about the team and trying to get better and then you listen to kyle van noy while he's getting motherfucked live on the nfl (laughs) uh, network post game from some falcons fan it's just they all seem to be right back into that spot we saw the patriots just a few years ago Mm -hmm. very comfortable very confident and they all seem to be incredibly humble like oh we got to keep working we got to keep working well and with mac too and i don't know how this changes like the defense mindset who he's going against he doesn't have like a favorite target like he he'll spread the ball around i think there was like four guys who had four receptions like it's not as if he gets kind of tunnel vision into hunter henry or aguilar like whoever's open mac jones is gonna hit him and he threw one pick it was a good play but a couple jump balls i'm fine with mac tossing the ball up because the whole thing early on was well he's not throwing the ball deep he's not throwing it deep and if 
you know, throwing it to your own team three yards downfield is bad, then yes, <laughs> sure, he stinks. Well, that's but, the narrative that people said, oh, he's a game manager, that yeah. they said that was a bad thing. It was like, are we winning games that they are managing? Mm-hmm. Okay, maybe they should be regional managers. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> maybe these managers are absolutely dominating. That, that was the quickest dime to pick. Oh, my God. That all of us ever experienced. Uh-huh. He threw that dime to Hunter Henry we were just talking about. And I put out Mac Jones, LOL, just because there's no reason that that play should have happened. I yeah. assume there was some read of the defense he had to make before he even made that throw. And then he drops it in this filthy place. And, mm-hmm. oh, and then it's a great catch. Yeah. And then he throws a pick literally the next play. It was a bad throw. Yeah, it was. So I didn't want people to think that I was potentially, you know – my internet was ahead of somebody or behind anybody. Mm-hmm. I didn't want anybody to think I was tweeting about his pick as wow. an LOL. Yeah. So I actually deleted that. And a lot oh. of people were coming after me. Like, why'd you delete your tweet? It was like, because it was LOL. Like, this looks so easy for this fucking guy. Yeah. But then all of a sudden it didn't out of nowhere. And it's like, oh, he is still a rookie. That, that was literally what I, we can't expect him to be perfect. Yes. But it feels like the standard that's being set by Mac Jones is like, yeah, I'm a fucking guy. It's so stupid, dude. It is so stupid. Yeah. Tone digs. 85% of the money was on the Patriots or something like that last mm-hmm. night. And the Patriots just cleaned up. And all, also we found and began the super boost heater Let's go. with Gumpy. I mean, bad night for the books last night. Yeah, it was. Because you have 70% of the tickets, 70% of the money. And then a big bet came in late on the Falcons. That guy fucking stinks. Yikes. <laughs> um, but no, I said it here yesterday on the uh, show. Somebody just took a massive shot. And I don't know who it is, but there is somebody that just mm-hmm. got yeah. absolutely smacked in the mouth <laughs> by Tone Diggs. I don't know who yeah. it is either, to be honest. Kick him while he's uh, down. Okay, it was just uh, it was a tweet like yeah, yeah. N- anonymous better. Correct. Um, Do they ever say, like, same guy last week who said Bucks in a rat? For two hundred fifty thousand, rarely. I was going to okay. say someone from uh, who did the same thing to Diggs put the same wager on the Browns. I don't know if it was the same person, but someone bet like ninety thousand dollars on the Browns to cover two and a half as well. I wonder. Week. I wonder yeah. if they ever announce or keep track of those people. Oh, for sure. Yeah. The Bulls hey, do at least. Bulls. I hope so. Yeah. Where's that son of a bitch? Wait, we will hold the line. <laughs> yeah. Hold, hold, hold. He's typing. He's typing. He's not putting his bed in. We gotta wait till tomorrow. Shit. Oh, here he is. Huh? 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 Change it. That's, that's <laughs> an it. idiot. Absolutely. Told you that yesterday, Pat. The line at the lowest should have been ten and a half. The biggest matchup mismatch of the weekend was the Falcons offense versus the Patriots defense. That one uh, yesterday, the water was running all night. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was. It was a, it was a dominant, <laughs> dominant performance. And obviously, whenever you have Mac Jones going twenty-two of twenty-six for two hundred and seven yards, which is what. Uh, Connor just alluded to there. If, if throwing the ball three yards down the field to your own person and just getting first downs and just literally walking right down the fucking field yeah. on people. Every time. How much fun does that have to be? Oh, about? it's unbelievable. It, it, in last year, going 7-9 and nine was, I'll say it, the worst year of my entire life because it sucks when your football team is not good at football and having Mac Jones oh, and a no, bright future yeah. and all these rookies and a defense. It's unbelievable. Isn't it crazy? The Lions had one of those years one time, like way back. They had a 7-9 and nine year, like way back in the day. Yeah, I remember. And then they were like, oh, we're going to get back good or something. And then, But that was like 70 years ago. Yeah. I just think They never did. They never did. Nope. Some teams are meant to be bad. The Lions will always be bad, and some teams are meant to be good. Patriots always will be See, good. See, that's a defeated attitude. Exactly. Yeah, 100%. Self-handicapping. But, that, self-handicap. but that, that's not just self-handicapping. That is acknowledging that what is real and what you were saying. Like, it would be terrible if your team sucked. Imagine New York and New Jersey. Oh. 
there are so many humans that live in that area. Oh, yeah. So many. So, so many people. And both those teams stink. Mm-hmm. Terrible. And they have for a while. I, I mean, for a while. I think that's why, like, Eli Strahan and them are all so popular because it was in the largest area of humans. Yeah. The team was good for a little bit, and then it was gone. And it's like Sanchez. You know, I guess yeah. him and Rex had a run there for True. a bit. They kind of got, I mean... Buff humble. Buff yeah. humble. Yeah. Ceremonious yeah. ending. Yeah. Why not Rex in there? Yeah. Why Rex and David nice. Sala? Right. Yeah. 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 Just- but anyways, those teams that just stink, it's not good for the league. No. It is not good for the league. Kick like, them out. That... Well, no, get no, him no, off no. the tour, dog. No, I'm just saying, like, move the, the city at least. No, 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 no don't well, move the line. Relocate. Yeah, I don't think we need Lions. to pick it up San and get Tony out of town. I don't need. We need to. Do, I, but by the way, San the Tony lions Lions out in like one of the mountain yeah, yeah. cities. Ooh, Montana. Where, where they, oh, where the oh. mountain? Where, remember that video we saw that mountain? Hey, oh yeah. Hey. Move the lines where they belong, bro. These American lions we have do not fuck around. No. I thought we were. The beta of the lion conglomerate community tree. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sure. The American lion does not fuck around. No, no, no we no, don't. No. It's, no, no, no. It's, I, mean, I believe that one was in Provo. I think it was in Utah. But like fucking Mitt. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Near Mitt. Mitt grew up around these American lions. That's why he is the way he is today. That's right. But mm-hmm. the American lion does not get enough respect i don't think no no no. much bigger than you anticipate as well yeah what are you gonna do when you walk up on a fucking american line die yeah and that's why there ain't no american lions running around detroit no maybe a bunch of wolves huh oh why some sharks why maybe something like that or whatever kittens yeah but there ain't there maybe some steel what What's up there? There's a little Greek town, right? Greek town casino. Hey, Ooh. the casino. There's also a bar. There's like a little bar area too, isn't there? Oh yeah, I'm sh- yes. You don't know? I mean, no. I oh my god. god. Oh, there's, a, there's a little Caesars on every corner. Yeah, obviously. Caesars. <laughs> you know, that's a big, big Detroit thing. The but there's no American lines. I mean, we no. can go all day to see what is potentially in Detroit, mm-hmm. and we got a lot of respect for the people. Yeah, of, yeah, Detroit. of course. Love Detroit. M&M. Keep a team there, and, and also Mom's spaghetti. Yes. I mean, yeah. I would love to get a sandwich. Yeah, here. getty Ooh. sandwich. Oh, rabbit meatballs. I mean, everybody in three one three. I mean, what you guys? What, what happened to White Boy Rick? Kind of fucked up. But. That was yeah. But I, I do like the city. But keep the team there, maybe. Keep the team. Okay. Just change the name, because maybe you change the name and you send the lions to like uh, where lions are in the expansion conversation. Yes. Maybe just give Detroit a different name, yeah. different owners. Or just, no, it's kind of Detroit trucks. We should just be F one fifties out there. <laughs> oh, oh, that'd be sweet. Yeah, yeah. 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 The jacked up ones. Oh, MCDC yeah. driving one. Oh my god! Imagine him slapping the fucking door. Oh, yeah. Driving up, players, oh, players hanging up. Oh. Oh. Make it happen. Oh, maybe or or just maybe an AFL team. Sure. No, yeah, yeah. I think that would yeah. work. It's right next to Canada, maybe a CFL team. Yeah, maybe. St. Louis Battlehawks come back and they become an NFL team and the Lions become a CFL. No, nah, but anyways, you guys need to start winning because it is probably much better to be in a winning organization. This motherfucker has never known loss. No. Literally, he's 26. Yes. 26 years old, they've been good for 20. So I guess his yeah. first five years he could have learned about it and been told about it. He has never experienced a season where your team is scheduling off season by week 10. Like yeah. he is always in it basically and it seems like they're right back in it and there is going to be a lot of people very confused Mm -hmm. about how bill belichick is able to withstand his entire team turning over basically oh yeah even the players that they have that were there before have been gone 
and then have now come back. Like Kyle Van Noy was a part of the 28-3 Super Bowl, but he was obviously down in Miami, mm -hmm. then he's come back. Mm -hmm. It's just, it's very interesting that Bill Belichick, who should be, you know, general manager of the year, executive oh, of the year. Oh, yeah. He's the greatest GM of all time, of too. Of all time. That never gets talked about. Always coach, always coach. He's the greatest GM of all time with the most amount of victories and everything like that, the way he's built teams. But it's unbelievable that that team looks like they're all the way back, and they're going to go this year. Oh, yeah. Hey, the yeah. Patriots are going to go this oh, year. Yeah, they're going to go on an absolute run. There's going to be an actual, oh, shit, are the fucking Patriots? Patriot There's going to be a couple of those. Uh -huh. Oh, shit, are the fucking Patriots? A lot of that, I think. Mm -hmm. It's crazy. And they're good again. And to your point, yeah, the last 20 years since 2000, I, I don't remember the first five years of my life. I was basically eating poop. And as soon as I was done, <laughs> you, you ate know, poop? essentially, as soon, for dirt, five years? dirt for sure. And I mean, once I became a six-year-old and we went to the Super Bowl, it was unbelievable. And to your point about Bill Belichick, as a, the possible executive of the year, going all the way back to the Brady Bledsoe, could you imagine what they said when he did start Brady over the $100 million man, uh, Drew Bledsoe? This guy's a maniac, an idiot. He's, no He's going to yeah. run himself out of the league with these decisions. Let's bounce around the NFL. Congrats to the Patriots. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Thank you, Pat. Thank you. Go. 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 I think we're going to continue oh, yeah. on that. Have, uh -huh. have to. Thank you, Kyle. Just one bet, super boost. Uh -huh. And then we'll ride that thing just like a craps table. Mm -hmm. Boom. Those flames are only going to get bigger. Oh. I had my hands on him. He's hot. Oh, yeah. yeah. I had my hands on him. He's hot. Scorching. Scorching. I look, Connor's trying to fight the, fight the air. I was scared. Scared. I didn't want to get lit yeah. on fire. Yeah, Dirty's like, okay, I mean, he is on fire. Yeah. Let's be careful. Fire. Look at Tone, though, in there, ready to go. Juice. Tone loves the fire. I'm, 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 I'm misunderstood the assignment. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> no you understood the assignment. You're Phil, you're, you're Phil Mickelson on Manning Monday night. You crushed it right there. Hell yeah. All right, let's bounce around the NFL. Some other things going on. Antonio Brown was busted allegedly for using a fake vaccination. Ooh, Tony! <laughs> so live-in chef, I assume that would have to be down in Tampa Bay where he is living because this would involve the vaccination protocols. Uh, that would be the house that we lived in. Right. Yeah, that's right. So that's in our house. There is actually a quarters for somebody to live on the property <laughs> if they is. were to work at the house. Not a very big kitchen, though, so no wonder he fired him. Yeah, well, the kitchen is difficult to maneuver. We've yeah. been in there plenty of nights. Yes. Smoking plenty of legal vitamins uh -huh, down right. there, but it is being reported that his live-in chef has come out and said that Bucks wide receiver Antonio Brown is using a fake COVID-19 vaccination to get around the NFL protocols. This is via Dove Kleiman, who I didn't we find out? Yeah, like Billy yeah, Sparks, Richie Sparks. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, anyways, Dove Kleiman is reporting this. And uh, many others as well. Yeah. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers had to release a statement basically saying, we monitored, we checked, and it did not appear to have any inefficiency as anything or whatever. They just said that they did look, and it didn't look like it was any different. Whenever we all saw the vaccination card or got vaccinated uh -huh. and received the card, it was hard not to just go as immediate. I mean, immediately as somebody that used the fake ID. Yes. For four years, okay. Immediately upon seeing that vaccination card, I was like, "This is pretty duplicable. Mm -hmm. This seem, this seems to be very, very duplicable. What separates this from anything else?" And your the pharmacist who gave me the shot was the one that filled out the Johansson or Janssen or whatever. Mm -hmm. So it's not like the handwriting is the same. Correct. The 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 sign is just whatever pharmacist is doing this. The numbers appear to be there. So your immediate thought is this is going to get faked. Yeah, easily. 
And then whenever it started becoming a mandated places, mm-hmm. not just in the NFL, I'm talking about there's a lot of mandates. You just had to, if you had a brain, had to think that it was fake. I just assumed that there was something that people that were smarter than us, you know, like how they say on money, there's things that are in there that you can't duplicate and create mm-hmm. it. And then there's photos where they put little things in the back that if you were to pull it or screenshot or post it, it'll come to the light. But I just assumed there was something that made it different than everybody else that was thinking the same exact thing. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers came out and said, if it was a fake, we didn't notice anything different. How will they be able to figure that out? Some people are saying it's a federal law that he went against. How will they ever know? I yeah, think. I don't know. And, and we were talking about it before the show. Like, is this something they want to start dipping their toes into? Like, I feel like, hey, guess what? Antonio Brown, probably not the only guy who has this situation yeah. going on. So Maybe, by want- the way. Maybe. Yeah, not, not, maybe. Yeah, maybe. We don't know what the spike could potentially be from former living chef. Right, for sure. We have no idea. And we will assume that AB says this is not true. Mm -hmm. The Buccaneers said they could not view anything as being not true. But I think in society as a whole, we could assume. Yeah, probably a decent amount of people doing this. This is all alleged. And luckily for Antonio Brown, a scenario like this has never happened before where he hasn't paid someone and then they've come out and said something that was supposed to be a secret. So, like, this is the first time it's ever happened. Okay. So, we should believe uh, it. It's a Pittsburgh Steelers fan, right, also, yeah. like Living mm-hmm. Chef potentially would like to bring up other stuff. But Antonio Brown did go through some stuff, obviously, off the field. Mm-hmm. A lot of things happened. Justice, I believe, was served, and oh, in, yeah. in, in he hopefully is out of that. Yes. Mm-hmm. I don't think this decision by him will be regarded as harshly, I think, in the public narrative. But if the NFL and the government, who was already right, didn't the government, uh, they were already wanting to see the emails, right? Yeah, I believe uh-huh. so. The government wanted to see the other 650,000 emails. Right, yes. Yeah. Whenever the email thing was going on with Bruce Allen, uh, remember uh, Congress or Senator, which... So there's three parts of government. <laughs> of course. No, but one of them showed up, right? Yeah, a yes. couple did at yeah. the owner's Council. meetings. Like yeah. We expect to be able to see blah, blah, blah. This seems like this is potentially another thing, right, that some government official mm-hmm. would like to potentially get behind or involved because this is probably happening in a much larger thing. And the NFL probably knows that. Mm-hmm. So I wonder how they'll settle that and handle that, I wonder. That'd be, ooh, that's a yeah. big one. This is a big one. Have they said what kind of, like, if it is true, what kind of punishment that carries in the league? Like, oh, you how, go to jail. That, uh-huh. well, that's what, yeah, you, know? you go to jail. It's possible. Forging Do not medical. pass go directly to jail. <laughs> that's right. No, that's what people said, though. It is like a federal yeah, thing. Yeah. Forging medical documents, I think, is what... Uh, like title of or whatever law, and they'll be able breaking. to soup that up. They'll add like forty five other oh, yeah. charges on there too. I mean, who wrote it? How'd they write it? How'd you deliver it? How'd you present it? There'll be so many different. And when this was going on with Aaron, a lot of people were saying, "Could you imagine how many people you could have killed?" To Aaron, so if people have fake vaccination cards, possibly, then I'm sure they'll probably put that well, same spin Aaron on. Aaron lied. No, yeah. I'm not kidding. People died. Damn there it. was a lot of that in my tweets, man. Immunized, huh? My men- my mentions for that were insane. And then yeah. even when Antonio Brown, this just happened. There was a lot of people tweeting, "Oh, yeah, oh yeah, watch yeah. that, AB on Ray." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, the home of the lion vaxxers. Mm-hmm. Well, well, well. All right, all right, well. 
By the way, if Antonio Brown would like to... Uh, Come on. <laughs> Could also tell him, you know, the ins and outs of that house if he wants yeah, yeah. any. There's a couple oh, yeah. things you can do. You can actually trick that air conditioning schedule yep. if you'd like to really get into it to keep that place up below 95 degrees. Mm-hmm. Be nice I wonder if we're you... still paying for the internet, by the way. I'd assume. Uh-huh. <laughs> I mean, it's good internet. At one point, <laughs> we're paying for AB in that house for two months. Yeah. The only <laughs> thing he's paying for is cleaning that pool because they sure as hell didn't do it. Oh, no, I saw yeah. videos. Yeah. That thing is... Spotless, yeah, now. crystal. <laughs> Whatever the case, live in chef. We saw where he lived too. That was uh, Dezito. That, that was, was yeah, yeah. Dezito's quarters. Yeah. Yeah. Dezito's, Dezito had his own house down. Uh, yeah. uh, that poor chef. <laughs> what does that mean? Oh, you is that why you the chef's mad? You're saying, what, Tony? What is that? What is your? Deal? I mean, did they come in with hazmat suits and clean out the quarters <laughs> before the chef? Whoa. This is unbelievable. My God, Zito, you do not deserve it. I don't even know what to say. He's speechless. Right. Zito, he's speechless from your. How dare you, Tony? Incredibly yeah. toxic. I'm and... upset with Zito. Why? You know why? Go guy on. Was, guy was supposed to be if. Head to toe in a three piece pinstripe suit today. Uh, I didn't wear it today. I thought I was staying. No, you never thought you were staying because you didn't even mention not staying <laughs> until today when you were already here. I yes. always have my Al Capone suit. I could go to the cleaners right now and pick it up. Hey, by the way, I don't know if you, uh, I don't know if anybody's noticed or not, there is one pinky ring already. Uh oh. There will be ring. another one. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Two washes. Why? Couple, couple necklaces. Hey, let's Why? Get carried away, okay? Full jumpsuit. Why? A lot of gobbledygool. <laughs> I'm meeting, uh, I believe I'm meeting the Galante family today. Ooh. How we doing? How's the family? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I can't wait. Yeah. I am so excited. Are you I'm gonna going have in. Ready to? I'm Let's going see. in. Oh, oh my God. I can't, I can't wait to do the ha. Huh? I know. <laughs> I, I, I know. Oh my God! I know. You got any moose for the hair? Perhaps? No, no. The hair stays. Hair okay. Stays. okay. Right. We, we we accessorize uh-huh. by the hair stays. Okay. Kind of. It's a little short right now. By the way, had a haircut. Had had a, a incredible barber come by the so office. So good. good guy. At Back Porch Barber. Mm. Good. Hey, I think that's a good brand too. Mm-hmm. I like that name. Yeah, I like it. He's uh, in the Maestro's. He came by. The other day to cut her, I think he's going to start doing it. He's in Indiana. It's tough to find oh, yeah. oh, a very reliable face, especially with our schedule. It's hard to find like open slots or whatever. This dude, I guess, fan of the show, like asked to do it almost. We're like, dude, you're going to come to us and cut our fucking hair? Come on in. Yeah. Pal. Brought in a nice ass barber fucking chair. Fucking barber chair uh-huh. in here? Yeah. We are coming up in nice the world. Nice touch. Uh, but the hair stays. Okay. Is what I'm saying. I didn't know he was a Maestro's guy. By the way, that's awesome. Yeah, he's in the Maestro's uh, family. The family. Yeah. I, did you not see what it was? I, I saw him wearing it. Yeah. I like, didn't know he was in it. I just figured yeah, he was he, a fan like we he's, are. He's in the Maestrina. <laughs> yeah, sure. The Maestrina. How's your family? How's your family? He's part of the family. Hey, Tom. What? What should I? Should I do the? Uh... No, 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 no. Yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah, I think you I should. should. Fucking. What's that? You should tread lightly. Why? Uh, listen, I'm Italian. Italian yeah, yeah, but no Italian wears two watches or two pinky rings. Why? Yeah. Yeah. I do. Yeah, it's not true. You know what you really right. want to do? Show, right. sh- sign a good faith. You bring him a sampler platter from Fazoli's. <laughs> that would. Hey, started off right. I said you want to get smacked in the mouth. That's what you said. Hey, hey he's better hey, than Mama's cooking. Hey, oh no, here's some Midwest gobble go. Damn right. You bring Fugazi's. That's yeah. not gonna go. Oh. Now that the world's opening back up, so many new thrills. 
are on the horizon. Okay. And whether you've been in a relationship for years or just getting started, we're excited to get back out there and meet new people. Hell yeah. When the moment comes, it's not come too quick. Oh, <laughs> oh here we go. That is not what they had in their copy. Okay. <laughs> they should. That was, oh, I think they're going in a different direction, so let's go back a sentence or two. Okay, okay. When you, when the moment comes, you want to be ready. Hell That's yeah. true. Yeah. With Roman, you can get a free online evaluation and ongoing care for erectile dysfunction, Ooh. all from the comfort and privacy of your home. Once you take care of that, though, you get the Roman swipes, and guess what? Ha! Huh? Last a long time. Banging up, banging up, banging up. Yeah, it's yeah. Pete Alonzo at the all <laughs> yes. at the home run derby. That's right. Dingers. Downtown. Bingo. David Ocup- <laughs> Population you, dude. Hell yeah. Roman ready equals confidence. The confidence that you know you can rise to the occasion in the moment. We're looking at the Summer of Love 2021 version, and Roman wants to make sure you can participate in your way. Whether that be as a single person or a couple who would still rather stay in with each other, a U.S. licensed healthcare professional will work with you to find the best treatment plan. If medication is appropriate, it ships to you for free with two-day shipping. Okay. That's huge. Free? The shipping's free. Wow. I believe. Not the... Not the yes, medication. Free no. two-day shipping. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, go to GetRoman.com slash McAfee today, and if you're prescribed, you can get 50% off your first month of ED treatment. Okay. Cool. That's G-E-T-R-O-M-A-N.com slash M-C-A-F-E-E. And if you're prescribed, you can get 50% off your first month of erectile dysfunction treatment. Make sure you're ready to have the confidence and control this summer. Roman ready. Joining us now... <laughs> A man who had two sacks and a pick six less than 24 hours ago on primetime television. Thursday Night Football, the defense that he is a part of, had a shutout against the team that they beat in a thrilling fashion in a Super Bowl years and years ago. Ladies and gentlemen, Kyle Van Noy. What's up, dude? What's up, guys? Hey, it's great to see you, man. You look good. Yeah. You look good, man. Hey, wild uh, journey to get back to New England. It is not time to dive into that because we're (laughs) way past that, I assume, at this point. But it looks like you guys, (laughs) 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 way past. Yeah, you're over it. It seems like that team that you guys have, I listen to McCourty speak after the game. I listen to you speak after the game. Is it like you all are just on the same page right now? Does it feel like it felt just five, six years ago? And Mac Jones is a dude, it feels like. Am I misreading any of that? No, I think you're on to something, but obviously we don't want to believe in in everything. You know what I mean? Because it's a week-to-week business. Things can change. Things can happen, and we just got to keep working at it. We can't be complacent, and our mindset's two and four. Like, we, we was we was two and four at one point, and that's kind of that energy we're going to keep having. Like, we, we're not, we don't want to go back to that, and so that's our mindset. We're playing good offense, defense, special teams. We're feeding off each other. We all hang with each other. We like each other. It's really fun right now. It definitely looks like you guys are having a ton of fun, have a ton of confidence. And you talked about Mac Jones, Pat did. What's it like watching that dude operate day to day? And then also in the game, being a rookie, it seems like, yeah, nothing's really too big for this dude. 
just how he handles himself is impressive. You know what I mean? You don't find many 23-year-olds to, like, you're just like, damn, boy, you are impressive. You know what I mean? He just carries himself at a very, very good clip. Um, I'm very happy of how he's playing and offensively. I mean, it starts with the guys up front. I don't think they're getting enough credit on how they're playing in the O-line. They're playing really good ball, protecting him. And for the run game, opening that, they're offensively, they're just getting better and better each week. So $160 million were spent in one day, right? Bill Belichick in the tampering period, 153, <laughs> maybe 160, or something like that. The first day of the tampering period, Bill Belichick said, I ain't fucking doing what we did last year. Okay, I am. We ain't. We're not doing this again. And I'm not sure if Mac Jones was ever in the plans or Mac Jones came down and they're like, we have to take this guy, but has there been much conversation since you returned to the New England Patriots with Bill Belichick about, you know, how last year was versus how this year was or what the next few years look like for Bill Belichick? Or is it the same old, same old since way back? Well, you know me. I, I went up into Bill's office, put my feet up on his table. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and just said, I'm back, you know? No, I, honestly, I haven't. We haven't really talked about it at all. It's kind of just like I've never left for me personally. And I think for everyone that has been brought in, they've been brought in for a purpose and a reason. And everybody's just maximizing and trying to maximize what they do best. And it's awesome to see, you know, you have a guy like Hunter Henry who comes in from the Chargers and he's a touchdown scoring machine. You got Kendrick Bourne, energy goes crazy. I mean, his energy's wild. And then our guy, Red Sleeves, Matthew Judon. Oh, my goodness. Like, money well spent right there, <laughs> RKK. I'd say. And this is why Belichick would never get enough credit as a GM. You know, like these are all free agency acquisitions that were made alongside the same time as everybody else. And he just so happens to get people in the building and then it starts working yet again. And the fact that it just had one down year and now it's all the way back up, it gives people like this guy, Kyle, this guy, 20-some yeah. years of success, one bad year. He was thinking, oh, no, is this going to happen? No, no, I got too much faith in Bill. Now back on top of the world. He had that two and four mindset, but it's getting loud from the New England fans that there's another dynasty on the horizon. Connor has a question. For you. Not quite on the horizon, Pat. It's here. Uh, Kyle, first and foremost, <laughs> thank you for that pick six. A lot of people out there had minus yeah, 20 and welcome. a half. Thank you, Kyle. Yeah. appreciate that, Kyle. Uh, but yep. you mentioned the two and four mindset, uh, and a lot of those games that uh, were dropped, they were you know one or two plays away from being victories. Was there a moment during those games or in those first six games where you guys knew like, okay, we have a real squad here, we'll be just fine. We just got to keep doing what we're doing. I don't know if it was like just fine. Nothing just <laughs> fine at two and four. <laughs> um, but it, there, I should say there was no panic. If that makes sense. Um, that that's probably better to say. And I think everybody got their minds right. You know, we coach kind of told us to get away for a second. We did. And then when we got back that Jets week, we locked down and focused and we haven't looked back. And it, it's awesome to see the progress. And obviously we're not we're not even close yet. We still can play so much better on defense. We can already do so much better special teams offensively, just playing better, more cohesive, communication better. 
And we're excited about that. And I think that's what we're riding on, coming to work, feeding off that, as we know we can get better. Hey, what was it like when you first got back to New England after your time in Miami? Did it feel like, all right, it's, it's like I never left? I know Tom wasn't there anymore, but was like even the, the building, the, the different guys you had in there, what was the feeling? I ain't going to lie. I'll tell you a funny story. I came back and I was, I was, I was in a lime green sweat, sweatshirt sweatpants and bills like oh you got that miami look (laughs) (laughs) and you know just that little that little thing was like you know he it is a it's a business like you guys know but when you understand it you know that they care they care about you here like i i know they do and you know there's there's things that go behind the scenes with any situation and nothing's changed really you know paula still cooks my amazing breakfast every day ted my nutritionist hooks it up you know coaches have been here as well progressing you know seeing them from when i first started here to where they're at now and then you know our guy bills the same (laughs) how about steve let's talk about steve steve seems to be uh an electric factory first of all i I saw obviously him on the sideline with the mullet is amazing but has it has his his influence too his memes go crazy oh yeah he's got that active mouth call he's got that active mouth does he know know about him and enjoy him yeah does he enjoy that recognize it and what is he like now versus what he was maybe like before is he more influencing I mean, his personality gets to show a little bit more, which is awesome. Um, he's got a very good dry sense of humor. Shout out Steve right there. Um, and, you know, I think he's just getting more comfortable with what he's doing. And I think all the coaches are doing a great job right now. We just got to continue to hunker hunker down and keep working. Honestly, we're not close yet. We know there's still a lot of football games left. We got the Titans. You know, coming up here, that's going to be a tough challenge. Sound They're like playing Belichick. football. Oh, yeah. So yeah, we're on the we're on the Titans. <laughs> hey, no, I didn't say that. Yeah, I didn't. We're, on, that. The, we're on the Titans. AJ, hey, come on, man. He come did, on, no, you, man. you know what? He Kyle, I respect. You. You're a perfect mixture of obviously. Yeah, you can't step out of line when you, especially when you play for the Patriots. But you show your personality and have so much fun. I think you're a great representation of what you can be there. Yeah, you don't bury yourself, which is good, because there's some people that do their thing and then they bury themselves, and you give a reason for them to get mad at you, I think. you know. So there's a, there's a great balance there that you have. I think I'm just going to be myself at the end of the day. And if you like, I know people don't like it, oh, whatever, you know, yeah, it to me. give them the birds, you know, but <laughs> the people that you do, you, you stick close to those people and, you ride it out for him, so I appreciate that, AJ. I'll ride for you, homie. Oh, uh, hey, we'll ride for you too, Van yeah. Noy. Yeah. Okay, okay. I hey, actually not did. But, I not actually... but not not Gumbino no more. Uh, no, no. Uh, Gumpy. Gump- uh, no, no. Yeah, he's uh, muted. Uh, no. Gumpy. Everybody gets Gump now. Grumpy. <laughs> still muted. He's still muted. Oh, his mic's off. Oh, no. We're back. We're back. Hey, Gump got the uh, big Super Bowl. Hey, he he, he got nervous right there. You see his beard kind of got. No. 
I've no. always had nothing but love for Kyle. I hated that Miami did what they did to him. He's playing unbelievable football. I'm happy for you. He has been. Right. He has been pro. very, very pro Kyle Van Noy. So much so that last night's Super Boost that he started off uh, involved you. Let's talk about that. Because well, I've rode for you, too. We all have. Oh, yeah. We're very much on the Van Noy train. I ended up on top of a cuck mountain because of how much I went after the, the Dolphins' decision to get rid of you. And the Dolphins fans were like, Kyle Van Noy is washed. Get his mm-hmm. ass out of here. I got attacked on Twitter. You, I don't know if you saw it all, but I felt bad. The things that, that were being said about you by the Dolphins fans. Whenever you're on your way out, he lost and he's not this. Did you hear that? Did you feel as if you had to reprove yourself as a player? Or did you just know, like, his situations are situational? You know, I, I always feel like I got to prove myself, especially, you know, I got drafted high in Detroit at second round. I didn't play a bunch there. Then I got traded. Um, played really well here. And then for whatever reason, people think I suck down there. I didn't suck. <laughs> I, did, I didn't play the best of my ability. I also played damn hurt every game. And that's part of the gig. And then here, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm playing better. So, like, it is what it is. People are going to say whatever they want, but I have confidence in myself. I got dreams and goals just like anybody. I'm going to keep chasing those. And if you don't like it, you know, you just, I, I wanted to give the middle finger. Fuck off. Yeah, 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 absolutely. And but you know how it is. You played. You know how it is when people say you suck at punting, you hit a good punt. You're like, you're trying to give them the triple H, you know what I mean? <laughs> AJ, you know what it's like playing and people talking trash, thinking you suck and you make a couple plays and you're kind of like, you know, what's up? Hey, last night, was there a different feeling by you? You had a hell of a fucking... Last night was awesome. Did you have a good read on Matt Ryan or the Falcons, or why do you think it happened? Yeah, we were were pretty tuned into what they were trying to do. No CP uh, limited them a little bit, and it was kind of blood in the water, so we had a good beat on them. (laughs) And we was out there like sharks. Yeah. Trying to get to the quarterback. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. He's trying to get a sack. What? Yeah, in a pick six. What? You looked athletic during that thing. You almost stepped out of bounds. I mean, you were close there. You had to, you had to hold it together. You looked like a freak. You got to that line, baby. Come on, man. <laughs> Go ahead, Ty. Yeah, speaking of that, Kyle, like after you've been playing in the elements and stuff like that, did you do you feel faster when you're on the turf like that? Because you did. I mean, on that pick six, I was like, Jesus Christ, this guy running, you know, sub four or five out here. Woo-wee. Let's go. <laughs> um, honestly, it felt good to be an ATL. there. You know, I like ATL. Uh, we just, it just felt good down there. Good vibes, obviously. It started back when we won um, oh, a couple years ago. Oh. You know, my second ring, you know, shout out. Shout out. <laughs> 25, 25 point lead. Um, That's a lot of points. And so it, it was fun to play down there. We were just clicking, man, having fun on the sideline, joking, but still at the same time. When you walk in those lines, it's business, and you know what type of players you have around you. And we're just we're just clicking, and we just want to get better and better. Two sacks and a pick six. You knew you were pissing in a cup this morning, yeah? You knew it. <laughs> I was pissed. I, <laughs> I, was, I, was, 
I, I'm like, I got three hours of sleep. What the hell is this dude texting me talking about? I got a piss test already. Well, you knew this was coming, though. You can't do what you just did on national television and not get piss tested. <laughs> Absolutely. I know. I felt I felt good about myself for a little bit. I, I was like, man, this is what it feels like to be like Miles Garrett for a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> He's got legs for arms, that dude. But what you guys are doing on the defensive side of the ball has been sweet. Watching that team grow has been good. And uh, do you want to take his time to say anything to the Patriots fans? You know, maybe out there that have been incredibly blindly arrogant through this entire run and will continue to do such a thing. Hammer the Pats. Yeah! (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, superstar uh, got piss tested this morning because how good he was last night. We can't thank you enough for joining us, dude. Thanks, fellas. I appreciate your time, like always. I hope you guys have a good Thanksgiving. You know, let's all give thanks. Honestly, we're all blessed. You guys are blessed. I appreciate you guys putting on for the players and watching you guys each week, getting the clips. You guys are killing it, like always. I'm happy for you guys. Nothing but love and success for you guys. Man, we are so thankful for your words and your time. Ladies and gentlemen, Kyle Van North. College Football National Champion, Super Bowl Champion, Ryder Cup Champion, A.J. Hall. A.J., how's this feel-good big sale Friday going for you, pal? So I got up here a little early today, and I got to catch some of the show. How's it been going? I just started – I always think about somebody that's never seen the show, never heard of it, and someone's like, hey, you got to watch these guys. These Pat McAfee guys changing the game of of media. Yeah. And you guys spent like 10 minutes talking about Mike Leslie, WFAA, (laughs) and then Big comes back. Dig says he's a trapeze artist, and you guys just go with it. <laughs> he was. Diggs was looking at his computer. Yeah. I, I assumed he he looked that up. Have you? Did you know what the WFA? I don't know. I didn't check out. I didn't check out anything. See? I'm guessing he's not a trapeze artist when he's not writing stories. We don't wow. know. He could be. Entire association. Oh shit! He's versatile. Oh, it's online. Yeah, yeah. Tony. See, is, you can call us stupid or whatever. Or maybe naive, but when Tone puts on his game face with that cowboy hat and looks at the computer and even does like a read thing, I just assume that's like, hey, this is actual yeah. fact. Yeah. Gospel. It turns out it's WFAA 8, Channel 8 News, ABC in, in Dallas. Uh, oh, that makes a lot more make sense. sense trapeze artist. Well, I was wondering how, you know, the Cirque du Soleil guy was going to get tied into the football game, but there's all types of bloggers these days. People have interesting you things. Know. You never know what yeah. they're into. Anyways, that's awesome. How about that fucking I'm a big motherfucker line from him? I love that guy. That's the man. Yeah, he really is. And then I, I don't know if it came out. Uh, there was a little story. My brother sent it to me about Dak when he threw the you know the cup over his shoulder. He realized he missed the trash can during the game. So he goes back behind the bench and throws the, oh, the cup yeah. away. Have you seen that? Yes. Yeah, I mean, so yeah, the more – I think you said it best. Like, the more you learn about Dak, the more you love him, and I am absolutely 100% on board with that. Me too. Have you talked to Mike McCarthy at all about how much he loves Dak? Because there at the beginning of Hard Knocks, right, Mike McCarthy actually had to say, I'm just busting your balls, kid. I'm just <laughs> – like, I, I think they might be a perfect relationship, right? If he's a Yenzer like I think he is, and I'm watching and learning about Dak, like, it feels like that is maybe a match made in heaven there for an extended period of time. It absolutely should be. I, I can definitely see how Mike McCarthy loves everything that Dak is doing for that team and how he is far and away the leader, and it all runs through him. And I'm sure Dak loves having Big Mike there big to bounce ideas off of, ask him things that he has seen in the past. I mean, Big Mike's been around a lot of good offenses for a long time in the NFL, so he's seen a lot. 
What's Big Mike doing, you think? Just walking around, roaming around, setting a schedule, giving motivational speeches, uh, hammering watermelons, and then just showing up and uh, clapping along? What do you think he does, literally? Literally. (laughs) Uh, That's a great question because when I was playing for for Big Mike, he was the the offensive play caller, so he's calling the plays. So, therefore, I think you have to be a lot more involved in every single meeting and all that. And I'm sure – He's involved in everything, but not calling the plays on Sundays. I bet he misses it. I bet he really does. He probably almost gets bored on the sidelines. That's what I'm thinking. And what does he do on a day-to-day? Just bounces around meeting to meeting, and then he goes, hangs out? Him and Jer probably riding around the golf cart, checking out the facilities. Probably, yeah, it'd be awesome. (laughs) Going through the entire – hey, hey, Jer, this is what Mike said. Hey, Jer. Listen, Kellen Moore just told me what they're doing. It's going to be awesome. Listen, AJ, <laughs> listen, we need to beat the fuck out of these Broncos. <laughs> what are we going to do? We have everything planned. Jerry, we got it, Jerry. Like those two just dosy doing around that Cowboys complex. That's what, like a million square feet mm-hmm. or something like that is funny to think about. Breaking news out of the NFL. The Philadelphia Eagles have dove deep into the Brinks Ooh. truck to pay Dallas Goddard a four-year $57 million extension with $35 million guaranteed. That's the much more important number. Sources have told Ian Rappaport at Rap Sheet and Mike Garofolo at the NFL Network. Congrats, Dallas. We're talking about Dak and Dallas and Big Mike and Dallas and Jerry and Dallas and the Dallas Cowboys. How about Dallas Goddard getting fucking paid? Whenever we saw old Cousy get traded out of there, mm-hmm. that goes back a couple years now, right? When yep. it, whenever yeah. uh, Ertz, yeah, Ertz, and Ertz in Dallas had kind of been, you know, sharing reps and sharing balls. Uh, Ertz was getting paid. He had already won a Super Bowl. He had been a guy. Then there was a, a thought on what the future will look like. Nah, Dallas Goddard's the guy. Ertz is out of out in Arizona loving his life, I'd assume, and the Philadelphia Eagles will move along with Coach Sirianni, Jalen Hurts, and Dallas Goddard. Your thoughts, A.J. Hawk? It makes complete sense. Don't you think Philly is – they're watching Goddard and how he plays and how good he is, and they see other tight end success in the league too. Like This is a great time to be a tight end in the NFL, as good as I can remember, I think, when there's so many elite tight ends. And they all seem to be competing with each other who can get the top spot. And it's they seem to be liked by everybody. A tight end is... And they seem to all like each other, too. Yeah, a tight end just seems to be the best position of all time. You're an overgrown freak athlete <laughs> that they have created the offense basically around with the way the NFL rules are now. And back in the day, they might not have had you uh, going out and running routes as much. There's probably old tight ends that had to put on 30, 40 pounds because they had to block so much mm-hmm. that are saying to themselves right now, if I would have been able to fucking run around and run... like." Kyle Pitts last night Aikman was like calling him a tight end is very interesting he is a wide receiver but those big body guys that can really produce for you it's good for any team to have what were you going to say Tom it's basically so Kittle that's 14.25 a year Average Kittle gets 15, Kelsey gets 14.3, so it's right underneath those. Damn. Yeah, so it's in the tight end university market. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right here is where we're at. Other breaking news, A.J. Hawk, Lamar Jackson back at practice after two days missed with an illness. What was the illness, and what is wrong with the grass in Baltimore? <laughs> Jeez. Uh, it's awesome. It's cold up wow. there. They play on a baseball field? I was going to say. So, I thought it was at first. I think it's a parking lot. It looks Concrete. like a parking lot yeah. potentially. Yeah. No, there's That'd lines on that field. Yeah. yeah, but they can put lines on a There was a that video of the summer, right? Paper. Lamar was, uh, <laughs> there's was good on grass the Can we zoom in on that thing yeah, real quick? Yeah, that little hill has some nice grass. Yeah, it looks like dead grass. Yeah, but you know that the practice fields are different than the grass that they just 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. it looks like the grass. Yeah, it just yeah, when there's not enough sun, man, how do you yeah. keep the grass going? That's so, why Lambeau has those grow lights that roll over their game field all year. And that's why the Phoenix and uh, Las Vegas fields walk outside that's to right. take a yeah. they take a walk to go get the grass because this grass is much different than the decoratory grass that's up on that hill up there. The grass that they're trying to do down on the field, and I only noticed because, I mean, Troy, the Colts groundskeeper. Yeah. Fucking legend, this guy. He loves fucking grass. Like, he absolutely loves it. He's out there before the sun every single day. He's got a bunch of John Deers that are running oh, around. Yeah. He's got a team. He's got to move. He's got to pick up and put new turf down. Saw it in the middle of winter. He's got to do the entire thing. They love it. They try their absolute best. There are people obsessed with how those fields work. And what is the best option for the team to use for the next week, for the next two weeks? That's the whole thing. I assume that's the only grass they can grow over there is the cement-looking one. Uh, why do you think Jimmy Seafood would poison the practice field See, grass? That is something to think about. Yeah. Interesting. They do that little cicada party. Yeah. Uh -huh. You know uh, what yeah. the cicadas do? Down into yeah, the roots. Exactly. That's right. I think that's yeah. what happened. This is Jimmy's fault. Do you think I also heard Lamar was out for two days of practice because he was eating those cicadas at Jimmy's suit? <laughs> Jesus. Oh, so no. Jimmy still got Lamar and the grass? Yeah. Wow. wow. Dude, what are they but, the cicadas took off a while ago. No, they went back they in went the back Yeah, they went back down and fucked up the grass in Baltimore. Well, Jimmy's froze some. Yeah. Then how is he eating them? They, oh, okay. they froze some. Uh, Put them in the crab case. <laughs> yeah, they always have some. Why does this Jimmy's seafood get so much attention? It's so good. Yeah, so 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 Very nice people. Hey, they're crab cakes. Like, you know how the, uh, you know. Yeah, crab cakes are gross, I think. I'm sure. Oh, oh, you idiot. No, there's a lot of disgusting crab cakes. Probably in Ohio. Yeah. Probably in a lot of places. It's, it's going to be like meatloaf. No, but you got to try my meatloaf. No, no this meatloaf is fucking snakes. not meatloaf, dude. Come okay, on, meatloaf, dude. you put ketchup on it, it makes it good. That's what yeah, meatloaf that is. It, it doesn't matter what it is. Keep going. You don't like meatloaf? Never. Don't. Please, let's move on from meatloaf. Oh, my. Come on. I hate meatloaf, too. What is wrong? Ketchup? What are we talking about? You don't like meat and ketchup? I like ketchup. Meatloaf blows. You've never had good meatloaf. This is unbelievable. I have no idea if you're telling the truth or not. I'm being dead serious. This is unfucking believable Everything you guys say about anything. Meatloaf is just gross. It's not. With a terrible consistency. No matter who it is. Oh, no. We've got to try my grandma's. No, I don't, bud. I know I don't like Yes, we do. That guy's grandma probably. Foods you know you don't like. There's you're not gonna make a meatloaf that I like. I'm just telling right, you. Let's okay. talk football. All right, all right, let's talk football. Let's get back to the crab cakes and football, which is what Maryland does. That's what I'm saying. In Baltimore, you would expect to potentially get the best crab cakes because there's literally a state motto around it. They taste much better than everywhere else. Now back to the meatloaf. Heinz 57. <laughs> fucking, it's good. What are we even? What are we even talking about? It's flavor. Not, it's not. No, I You're, never it, see eye to eye. The flavor is ketchup on something hot that's meat. I mean, you know I hate AJ, and I never see eye to eye with him. But on this one, meatloaf on. is the worst. I love ketchup. You ever had a Wagyu meatloaf? Ooh. Oh, you know, that's that, the problem. You know, that's the problem. Everyone says, have you ever had this meatloaf? You ever had that meatloaf? How many that's fucking the meatloafs are there? There's one meatloaf. It's meat, and then it's fucking no, Heinz 57. I'm saying everybody claims theirs is the best. Is that a real thing? I didn't know there was different oh, recipes for oh, meatloaf. Yeah, I, I agree people with that. Yeah. Everyone. Everyone. Meatloaf recipes, you so, bet. So I assume with the crowds you're hanging out over there at the Chop House Meat House, they're trying yeah. to do all their shit to ruin the, the well, meatloaf. Yeah. How do I make this meatloaf about me as opposed to the meal? I would assume... That group of people, you know. Who? Who are you talking? I'm not, I'm not talking like restaurants that make it. I'm just, I have the same argument every night. He doesn't know. Well, I imagine meatloaf. Uncle Wexy's meatloaf has got. Ah, Jesus, waste. Without ketchup, you know meatloaf stinks. So thus, you're saying ketchup but is it's good. Part of it. 
Um, what we're saying, though, is uh, Zito just said something about mashed potatoes. But Ooh, mashed potatoes. They stink, what? but the uh, mashed potatoes do stink. Don't, too, too can't much wait. Don't, don't. Yeah. Zito, I heard your Arnie Palmy time uh, line earlier, by the way. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, it was great movie. Great movie. Lamar Jackson, do we know if he got sick from those crab cakes that are so good? We, no, this is speculation, <laughs> I'm but there's a good right chance. Uh, Does he, he like crab cakes? Yes. Yeah, he loves them. Who doesn't? Well, you have to say that if you're playing for the... The Ravens. No, you, literally, I think you should. <laughs> this is just like a meatloaf, I guess. I didn't know this was about fucking meatloaf or crab cakes. But, dude, you need to try their crab cakes. It is much different than the crab cakes that I... I believe they have the best crab cakes. I really do. do. Yeah, but they have the proper consistency of meat to other shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, there is good crab meat. Some places have too much of this, yeah. too much of that, not enough of this, not enough crab. You know, like, the, I feel like it is... It just feels good. It came out of the bay, too, right yeah. in the harbor. Yeah. Their steak, too, and their oysters, really everything they got. They gave us an entire uh, tray to take on a plane, and it was all fish and meat, and it smelled terrible, but it tasted so fucking yeah, good. Worth it. Uh, let's go around uh, the NFL a little bit, AJ. Uh, Mac Jones, best quarterback of all time? Hell yeah. I mean, he looks pretty damn good, man. They have a great thing going. I love their defense as well. What a what a game! Never never in doubt was it the, the five and a half. No. Not one second did we not believe that the Patriots were going to win immediately upon kickoff. Mac Jones has this confidence and poise of a ninety year old man out there. It feels like he goes on the sideline. He's genuinely pissed. He looks, you know, I mean, he does look like he has a lot of the similar traits. That old Tampa Bay had. Uh-huh. And I think that is why the New England Patriots fans from the jump were asking for this dude to be in the game. He came in in a preseason game in the second quarter, and the place went bananas. They know it. Bill Belichick knows it. Josh McDaniels knows it. And I think the rest of the team know this guy's a fucking guy. And how did we get here, AJ? He was supposed to go number three overall to the Niners. And then he falls right like Humpty Dumpty falls right down the draft. Past teams that need quarterbacks. Past teams that trade up to get quarterbacks. Past teams that are looking back now thinking, oh, our quarterback fucking stinks <laughs> we drafted a weapon we can't get the ball to the he fell right by their building their facility their franchise right into the biggest asshole in my life as robert Kraft described it bill belichick matt patricia josh mcdaniels in their war room and it was almost like bill was like mm, we have to fucking don't we yeah that's wrong the nfl josh you like him yeah <laughs> Matt fucking Patricia, mm-hmm. final okay? And he's like, yeah, do it, fuck it. I don't think they expected to be in the Mac Jones sweepstakes. No. I don't think Bill had any idea he was going to get Mac Jones. And then as he was out there at, at the Alabama thing, filming probably with Saban some show or documentary about being an incredible coach, I feel like he was just enjoying the workout almost. There was a lot of people diving in to what he was thinking, what he wasn't thinking. He must have been looking at some weapons maybe. I think he watched that workout and was like, yeah. That's probably the guy, if I had to guess. And then as he watches the draft unfold, he's like, there's no fucking way people are going to let us, they're going to let the New England Patriots get another one. It feels like that happened, AJ. How did we get here? How the like fuck did we get here? In the moment, too, I think Bill 
has enough awareness to know that uh, he's gonna he's like oh people are gonna be so mad at us like when <laughs> yeah. this dude comes and he dominates they're gonna hate us even more and i think that even fueled the fire more for bill you think bill was like uh you know because the one night he had his dog doing the draft mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. nike like yeah. Yeah, hey, yeah we've been good for 20 years we'll have a fucking dog do this whole thing and but it, the moment he puts that pick in for mac jones Bill Belichick and Josh McDaniels, what? They probably just immediately start thinking of, oh, we can have them do boom and boom. Uh-huh. And with this pay, how much we're going to have to pay him versus what we would have to pay any other. We can pay this guy. We can we can bring Kyle Van Noy back. We sure. can like everything that probably led to that. Like, And they, Matt can keep that culture around, too, that Tom and Bill have built. Like they oh, can yeah. just seamless transition with that. Shout out to Nike, by the Nike. way. Shout I don't know what pick Nike made or picks Nike made, but mm-hmm. I assume the player has turned out. It's other draft picks that have done well for you guys as well. Oh, right? yeah. Stevenson, obviously, last night he's very good playing running back. And also Kyle Duggar last oh, year was the D2 safety we took that everyone was like, what the hell is Bill doing? And he's turned into an unbelievable player. AJ, how come Bill never gets talked about as an executive or GM? You know, it's always like just a coach. He's just coach, coach, coach. It's like, hey, this guy also greatest GM of all time too, probably. Yeah, he might be. We, I mean, we have to, I guess, all we see him do is on the sidelines as a head coach. Yeah, during draft time we see that. But, yeah, people don't – that's all that stuff's going on behind the scenes, really, where he's trying to work out the roster and the personnel. How is he able to do it? Great question. How's he? I mean, how does he have enough hours in the day? How? Consistent. How is he better at coaching than everybody and also has enough time on the side to be able to go through draft evaluation – Self-scout, team scout, trade talk, business talk, mm-hmm. extension talk, while also out-coaching everybody. While well, changing the game plan on a weekly basis, too, especially defensively. like They change up a lot, way more than most teams. Well, and that scouting part is the most important part because they have to get the right players that can do exactly what you're saying. So yeah. both jobs are equally important. I don't know how he's able to... Both jobs are equally as impossible, too, yeah. compared like, to try to do. That, that fucking guy. Legendary. That is the guy that is doing it. How? Well, you talked before about how like when Brady gets in a building, everyone works harder because they... He, they don't want to be the reason that he doesn't win or the team loses. I, I don't know if this is true, but if is it the same with Bill, where it's like I don't yeah. want to screw up scouting or you know pick the wrong player, so I also have to you know raise my level of executiveness, if that's a word. Did they just create a position for a guy to who basically replaced uh, Casario, Dave Ziegler. Yeah, he's a beast. Ziegler, Z I E G L E R, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, hey, you know what they say about old Ziggler? Oh, man. When they zag, he zigs. That's right. Hey, old Zig, when they zag, Ziggler. Mm-hmm. He's now in charge over there in uh, New England. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. And if you saw the light at the end of the tunnel for Bill, it feels as though that tunnel got a little longer. Oh, yeah, because Joe around. and Troy last night said, why would he quit in the next 15 years? Yeah, what's the point? Why, why would he? It's why? like Andy Reid. Wait, how old is he? 69. Yeah, yeah turning 70. 70. You can ghost tell he's 84. 85. I saw Al Michaels put on a show every Sunday night at 75 years old. Yeah. Tom Moore. Tom Moore's still coaching. Now, I don't know how hands-on he is, but Bill Belichick, I don't know how he has been able to be the fucking general manager and the head coach. The amount of stresses that brings, we saw it. It, it made Bill O'Brien go insane. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Remember Bill O'Brien Truly. was doing that down at that I don't know how he's been able to do it. I hope one day they do full documentary while he's still alive and not coaching yet. So he can look back on the times. I am so sorry for interrupting. Okay? There's a great conversation going on. Here I am interrupting that, but I want to let you know that I'd rather be caught dead than wear my favorite pair of sweats outside the house. Why is it 
that the clothes that are most comfortable are always the most unattractive. Is it too much to ask to be comfortable and confident at the same damn time? That's why you got to check out Public Rec. They make elevated athleisure wear into multidimensional sizes because they believe that comfort starts with a better fit. Their best-selling all-day, every-day pant is available in over 40 different sizing combinations and can fit men anywhere from 5'8", to nearly seven foot tall. Are you kidding me? A better fit is the secret to making these comfortable pants look good. Now your favorite lounge pants can also be your go-tos for work, happy hour, the gym. After a year at home, they are the pants you need now. They are the you need pants. They come in nine different colors, one for each day of the week and then some. These are always the top choice in our rotation and we've never had pants that fit this well. Don't feel sloppy and look damn good and be comfortable while doing it. Public Rep is here to help, and Public Rec rarely gives out discounts, but right now, they have an ex- that's because their prices are so damn good to begin with. Right now, they have an exclusive offer just for listeners of this show. Go to publicrec.com, that's P-U-B-L-I-C-R-E-C.com, and use promo code PAT, and you'll get 10% off. That's publicrec.com, and use promo code PAT to get 10% off your new favorite pair of pants. They're comfortable, they're stylish, and they fit perfectly. Public Rec. Comfort and confidence all in one. Shout out to Public Rec. Shout out to you. Let's get back to the show. Now is a Mickey's drinker. What? A championship winner. What? A very deep thinker. Straight out of the Compton, ladies and gentlemen, Real Coach JB. Hey, Coach! What up, what up, man? My damn computer wouldn't work, so I guess I'm on the phone. Oh, is this, we're still at the same uh, studio, though? I see the TV in the back, and I see, what's this, is this a, is this a degree behind you? What do we got behind us, the certificates? Oh, those are a couple degrees, brother. That's okay. Excellent. Yeah, I bought, I bought that one on eBay, and the other one, (laughs) nah, I got, I got a couple degrees, man. I got about three masters and a bachelor's. Is that real? I don't know. Why would you need three masters? What are they all in? Man, one's in kinesiology, one's in uh, coaching administration, the other one is in education, because if I ever went back and taught, at least I have everything covered, and, you know, uh, just for retirement purposes, so who knows, man. I do not want to, but we'll see. Okay, well, you obviously didn't get a master's in, like, um, you know, rights and and stuff like that. You getting mad at Twitch last night (laughs) is some of our favorite stuff over here at the office. I want to let you, you saying fuck you to Twitch (laughs) on Twitter after getting kicked off of Twitch because you were just streaming a game that people pay billions and billions of dollars for is one of my favorite things about you. Fuck Twitch, dude. You know, they tell you to keep your circle tight and, and make sure your circle you hang around with are like people that you know you trust and all this shit well i fired two motherfuckers last night because they told me to use twitch and i could fucking stream shit live and not not have copyright and all this shit i go yeah really motherfucker well you're fired (laughs) so Uh, that's that's my night last night man it was awesome we all got a pretty good pop out of it whenever 
we realized that you actually, I mean, they're going to get you now these days. Back in the day, you used to be able to slip a couple past the goalie. Like, you used to be able to do mm -hmm. stuff, and they'll still get you for, like, years ago, tweets and things now. But it is so tightened up with all the lawsuits and everything, especially with Amazon just getting into the NFL now. Oh, you set yourself up for the perfect cease and desist last night, and then you getting mad about it was amazing. We uh, we appreciate you every Friday. What's going on in your world? What are, what are you uh, What are you most worked up about this week? What do you love most this week, JB? Man, I don't know, man. I got I, I got to shoot in an NFL pick of the week though to, for you and AJ. You guys can debate it, and 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 one of you guys might have to flip a coin to go against it. Oh, uh, okay. But you got I'm taking the Seahawks to beat the Cardinals. My pick of the week. Ooh. Like that's over college picks as well. This is NFL. No, 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 no. That's just my one NFL chime in for you and AJ. Oh, okay, okay. This is one for the men's league here. You got yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. I, I just think that uh, Kyler coming back, Russell's week two back after the after the historical heroic recovery uh, with the pin and the fucking finger and all that. You know, mm -hmm. maybe he saw Urban Meyer clinic. I don't know. All I know is Jeez. that uh, I think it's going to be. I think he's going to be better, and I think Kyler's going to struggle. That's my take on the Seattle. And Seattle's due for a big win. Pete Carroll gets one every year, and they haven't had one yet. And I just feel this this might be the one to throw a monkey wrench in the whole NFC West deal. Seattle getting one and a half at home, by the way, this weekend, 4 o'clock. That seems like a very good bet, JB. I'm excited to get on board with that. Go ahead, AJ. What do we know? Is Kyler playing? Do we know the status? Uh, it's before a bye week. I don't think we know, right? Because they have a bye week next week. There was initial reports that he's potentially out. You think he's back, JB? Ear to the ground saying Kyler's back? I'm hearing he's back, man. He's practiced two days in a row. Why would he be practicing taking reps from the backup? Oh, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I'm just thinking. I mean, I don't know. I, I don't know why you wouldn't let the guy who's going to play practice more if, if Kyler isn't going to be back. I think he's back. I think he's practiced all week. I think he's back. My personal opinion, but all right, have I, they lost two in a row? Are they have they lost two in a row or one? Seahawks? No, Cardinals. Cardinals just one. Okay, so I don't think they want to go on a two game hide. I, I don't know, man. It's curious. I'm curious to see if he is. But I think he's going to struggle if he does come back. And I think Seattle's defense is playing better, even though, you know, they played in that snow game with uh, with uh, Green Bay. But, you know, I think their defense has gotten better. But still, you know, they're struggling, obviously. Um, All right. But. So you talk about taking reps from the starter. What about the Pittsburgh situation? For instance, I think Ben Roethlisberger can get cleared on either Saturday or Sunday, depending upon the 10-day COVID thing. Would you... If you were the coach, if you're Tomlin, Ben Roethlisberger can fly to the Chargers game that is Sunday Night Football on Sunday. You're still starting him over Mason Rudolph in your eyes? Yeah, because they've already they've invested in the cat this this much, in my opinion. They've they've already said, you know what, we're we're gonna let Ben, who looks like he's seventy years old out there, <laughs> overweight. Let's let's we've already rocked with him. Why not? I mean, you're you're two feet in at this point. Why not? I mean, Mason Rudolph proved his worth last week. I mean, obviously. Um, Big time tie. Big time tie. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he struggled. So I, I, I would assume they want to go with uh, Ben. JB, what about these these college coaches? We hear that Mel Tucker may be getting a $95 million extension. Um, there's rumors that what LSU was is willing to pay uh, Lincoln Riley, 95, 96 mil, and, and Oklahoma shit. wouldn't match. Like, do you think – is there a chance Lincoln Riley does leave for LSU? And what do you think about Mel Tucker getting a big payday? 
I don't know. See, people forget, like, this business. You already know, AJ, how it, how it is when you – I know what Fickle was your backer coach, wasn't he? I, I think yeah. – I'm sure he was looking to Mel, get a – Yeah, Mel job. Tucker was a DB coach at my first three years at Ohio Was he? Too. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, Mel was at Colorado, obviously, and left weeks before the season's opener. Like, last – before he took the Michigan State job. Mm -hmm. Money talks, bullshit walks, we all know. You know, it – if LSU or Miami or one of the, I'm hearing Miami's throwing crazy numbers out at people because they're so eager to win. You know, I think the right Lane money. Kiffin. Lane, yeah. Yeah, Lane. Mario Cristobal here. I hear different names. He's from Miami. Uh, you know, I hear these crazy numbers. You know, I, I wouldn't be shocked if Mel Tucker leaves like he did Colorado. I mean, uh, you know, oh. he's saying, you know, they all say the right shit, man. We want it. We want, I'm, I, this is my forever I job. I want to stay here. It's, and, and two weeks later, you're at fucking Miami. So, you know, does Mel Tucker want to live in the snow every fucking day and, and not be able to play golf and smoke cigars? Or does he want to live in fucking Miami or Ellis or the or on the bayou where it doesn't snow and, 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 and have some weather? I don't know. I mean, it is what it is. I've just seen it for so long. So have you. Coaches bounce like crazy, man. So, I, I don't so, so you're saying the reason why Michigan State is offering up him this massive amount of money is because they're expecting that some school like Miami or LSU is going to try to get him out of there immediately. They already have. I, I've heard that both of them already reached out to him. So I've heard oh, that. you guys are fucked. Yeah, you're huh? done. Oh, oh, Coach, Michigan State this? stinks again. Coach, yes. what, do you, what yeah. do you think about this, though? Expectations in East Lansing are a lot lower than they are at those other schools. Mel Tucker might like that. They go way up with a new deal, though. Yeah, exactly right. And are they really lower? Uh, aren't you guys expected to beat Michigan every fucking year? No, like, no. Michigan State stinks. They know it. Uh -huh. Nah, know. the boosters don't. The boosters and the, and the people paying money don't think that way. Because if they did, they wouldn't be offering $96 million to a cat they think is the hero. Yeah, and I love Michigan State. I just like the fact that Foxy is... <laughs> One of the greatest exports that they have. Mm -hmm. yeah. And he just kind of has to sit in it. And then all of a sudden you guys get success again after yeah. a guy's coaching for 50 years and he's gone. What are you going to do next? What happens if you get stuck with like, uh, you know, a trust the climb situation Ooh, or, yeah. at West Virginia who should be looking for a new coach, but they just re-up that guy for four or five years or whatever. Did they re-up him? Uh, yeah, I think like last spring, yeah. So I, I don't know, man. I, I I've heard his name on the hot seat too. You know, they they they're firing, dude. This is the this is gonna be. You know, we have a saying in in football, NFL. They have Black Monday. Uh, college football, they do it usually right around the national coaching convention. This year, it's in San Antonio. Most coaches, there's already I think 17 openings right now. Idaho just fired Bob Pet uh, Petrino yesterday. Uh, you got all these schools open, and then you don't know what's going on. In Miami, Miami fired their AD by the way, which was pretty much, you know writing on the wall for Manny Diaz, in my opinion. Okay, so, so hold on. Ed Reed, right? Isn't he running, like, the culture of Miami? Like, he's the director of Miami culture. Are they more a part of that whole process now that the AD's out, or no? I don't know that. I don't know how that works. Imagine if Ed Reed is yeah. the one. Okay. Yeah. Hey, how's it but going? Look at Look at, the, look at the alumni you got there. You got the Ray Lewises. You got and they everybody. love Miami. They love Miami. They they still will go down there and work out, let alone President Dwayne Johnson. I mean, yeah, true. Yeah. there is Miami could become a place. And you just said that you're hearing about uh, maybe Neil Brown. And by the way, it's probably not easy to win in West Virginia. You do what you got to do, pal. I only watch some games. It's tough to watch your fucking team this year, though. But the, the hey, hey, somebody sent me a tweet uh, with his family picture. Uh, I don't I didn't. I don't know Neil Brown, but someone sent me a tweet. It was like, can you please take over West Virginia? And they said, 
I clicked the guy's picture on his Twitter, and he's with his family. And uh, goddamn, it's not a very good-looking family. Oh, man, are you kidding me? Is this guy, JB? JB, no way. That is disgusting. You are disgusting. You hear me? Don't say that about Neil Brown. Neil Brown's a great guy. All right, well, he's got my last name. He's got my last name. The motherfucker has to have. All right, okay. All right, listen, Neil Brown, you do what you got to do, pal. It is hot in the kitchen, especially if one of the largest sports shows does have your jersey literally over it. Every single day, and I have to watch those games and those things that happen. I don't agree with what JB just said. Shout out to Neil Brown and his beautiful family. Yeah, yeah, okay. shout out, obviously. Yeah, ladies, uh, I don't know. I don't know. Would you? I'm asking you guys. If you're Lincoln Riley, do you go to LSU? If you're already going to be going into the conference, I mean, you're going into the conference. Oklahoma's got oil money. Oklahoma, I think, can match dollar for dollar. They got a lot of money. Oklahoma and Norman. Um, do you leave there? I don't know. I think Lincoln Riley's done about what anyone would do taking over for Stoops. I think the job is basically already ready-made. I mean, I don't think you got to be special there. Um, He hasn't really done anything. I I told somebody the other day, Oklahoma and Notre Dame should play every season regardless of their record and make up a bowl called the Shitbird Bowl. They're both shitty. They play in the BCS and get waxed every year. So, I don't know. All right, well, quick question about a guy who's not going to be able to play in the BCS probably for another year, Luke Fickle. He has built an incredible operation in Cincinnati. Is his name up for any of these teams, you would think? I would assume that people have been trying to get him out of Cincinnati since the day he got to Cincinnati. It is, it is. I got, it is up for, there. I know his name's up for some stuff. I got a, I got a little insight here for you, and I'll share it with you. I got, a, obviously, my agent. Uh, he sends me these upgrade updated deals with coaches that are, are in the mix and that, you know, they represent some and then they don't. But um, his his name is in the mix at SC for some reason. I was because Mike Bone, uh-huh. the athletic director, was That's, at Cincinnati. Yeah. He's one Did he hired, hire him? Yes, he hired Luke Fickle. When we went to Cincinnati's training camp, which they have this little, uh, like, escape lodge cabin thing they go to in the hills here of indiana it's really nice mike bone and i actually played catch and he was incredibly proud of what luke fickle built and then less than a year later usc hires him and luke fickle now probably hot in the usc conversation that's because of bone well that's why i this is the coaches i have usc james franklin luke fickle matt campbell dave aranda Dave Aranda is who I told you guys on this show months or a month ago or so at Baylor that he's Southern California native, makes the most sense out of the group of guys I just named. Um, I also heard a rumor that James Franklin is on the possibility of departing ways with Penn State due to the fact that there's these openings and that his name must be already being mentioned heavily on their campus because why would you part ways? Because you lost to Michigan or you know what I mean? Those administrators know the deal. They talk to each other. So I don't know. Matt Campbell, to me, is the worst of those hires. <laughs> Certified stuff. Not because not, not, not he's a bad coach. I know Matt well. He's a good dude. He, he took care of me at Independence. We took he, he let us practice there a few times when we would play the Iowa schools. I just mean as far as a fit. I just don't think Matt Campbell fits the L.A. culture. Um, but I don't believe any of those guys do except for maybe Dave Aranda. Okay, so. perfect. We'll keep an eye on that situation. We appreciate your insight legitimately. This is very – I feel like I don't know anything else about college football, so I learn everything I need to know on these Fridays. So let's remember that too, okay? How about, how about, how about, how about you got 
LSU, Washington State, and Washington, both schools have a lot of the same names being mentioned. And then you got the TCU and Virginia Tech job that opened up who who might be those are two really pretty good to have good jobs too. Um a lot of the same names though, man, a lot of recyclables. What do you think, JB? What do you what do you mean? What do you mean? You don't you don't what do you think? Just a bunch mm-hmm. of bullshit, huh? A bunch of well, well, what do you think about the Jimmy Lake guy that got fired at Washington after he was suspended a day for pushing the kid? Did you see that? No, I don't. Feel, I don't pay attention. I did not see so that. Thanks. Was a DB coach for Peterson in Washington. Got the head coaching job uh, at, right before the COVID hit. And last, two weeks ago, a Polynesian kid was coming onto the field talking shit to a player. He shoved him off and pushed him and kind of hit him on the back of the head. Um, they suspended him a game, and then before he can even come back, they fired Jimmy Lake the other day. You know, this week, and so. Me and Jimmy don't really see eye to eye. I don't really care for him. Uh, but at the same time, if he was winning, do you think he got fired for pushing the kid? They would have probably said, hey, Jimmy Lake's great disciplinarian. He has the fucking thumbprint of the team. He's a great leader. But now that you're losing and do that, oh, he's a shitbird. He, he fucking attacked the kid. Yeah. Like, holy fuck, he didn't attack the Hey, be who you can afford to be, JB. That is literally the statement at all. Like, people just need to, re- that's said in NFL locker rooms. Like, hey, be who you can afford to be. So if you are a practice squad guy, guess what? You might not get treated the same as the guy who's making all of the money for this company. You two might show up the same amount of time late for a meeting, and you might get punished much more than the person is. Not fair. Hey, not fu- Hey, bullshit. It's not fair. But we'd just like to let you know, this is how reality is. Speaking of reality, I think you've gotten hot on bets, right? Has he not gotten hot? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Hey, you're hot right now. Let's kill. Let's continue this on, thing. Coach. All right, here we go. For, for my boy at Michigan State, man, they got to cover 19 at Ohio State. Got they got it. They got to cover, man. If Mel Tucker's worth $96 million, them motherfuckers better cover 19. I agree. So I got Michigan State um, covering the 19 versus Ohio State. Ohio. Now I've gone against Ohio State two weeks in a row and they burned me now. Ohio they, State? Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. The oh. Ohio State Buckeyes are getting 19 and a half points yeah. against Michigan State. <laughs> Top 10 matchup. Yeah, man. It's crazy. What? AJ, what? Is this because you won't say I-O whenever I say O-H? Is he talking about Ohio University or Ohio State? Is this the Bobcats or the Buckeyes? Is this the green team or the Scarlet and Gray? 19 and a half points the Ohio State Buckeyes are getting. Playing. Oh. Yeah, Kevin. Okay. All right. What? I was about to say, Jesus Christ. <laughs> hey, Miami of Ohio. Um, oh, okay, Jesus. Yeah, 19. Ohio State. <laughs> this guy's getting paid 90-some million dollars? Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. And he is. He's about to. He is an underdog by 19 and a half hey, points against a team lines. in his conference? Yeah. Oh, my. Good for him. Hey. Hey, okay, coach. Well done, Good man. Job, man. Good coach. Hey, so you guys know you guys stink. No, they're yeah. You want to pay a top ten team, Pat? Yeah, oh, you got nineteen and a half points. It's Ohio State, bro. I was under the impression that you guys were a squad this year. You're nineteen and a half point underdogs to a team in the Big Ten. I feel like I've been lied to. I honestly, the only thing I know about the Ohio State team is their guy fell. Yeah, uh huh. They looked bad. Then they lost right at home to Oregon. Yep. 
So I thought this Ohio State team stunk. They looked pretty no, good. Not pretty good. Late. I just don't know how Michigan jumped them after they lost to them. But Ohio State hasn't jumped Oregon. So like I just the inconsistencies to me is crazy uh, by the by the NCAA. But not Cat uh, Asshole Association of America. <laughs> yeah, I got I got Clemson. Clemson's favorite by uh, Clemson's got minus four and a half against Wake Forest. I'm taking Wake Forest. All right, Wake. Um, Clemson's struggling. All right, here's one for your boys, man. I know they're going to be mad at me. Illinois versus Iowa. Iowa's got minus 12 and a half. I'm taking Bielema and Illinois to upset Ooh. another. Bielema's hey, not coaching. Hey, I know. He's COVID, so that's why I said it's probably going to be better. Jesus. <laughs> uh, Jesus. Arkansas. I'm not picking up. Here's one for you guys. All right. I'm going to get. I'm gonna take some heat. So. Oh. I think Utah is playing very, very well, but they got this is going to make or break Oregon season. Obviously, uh, Utah is minus three and a, uh, three points. I'm taking Oregon to win that one, um, but I think Utah is going to really, really fucking play them and pound on them. And I could see Utah beating Oregon really easily, but I'm going to take Oregon because a lot of people are taking Utah. I'm going to take Oregon to get that uh, get that win and solidify their playoff berth. Um, you just ran the pick and roll four times on that game. You know that? You just said, yeah, I'm going to take I, some I, heat on this. I like this. They no, can no, do no, this. No, no. He, the people are doing it. I haven't said yet. Oh, okay. What well, side I, are I, you I, on? I don't wanna, I, you, know I, you know, I got a great fan You're base sad. from you guys that love me to death. Um, and, and, you know, I, lo- I know you love Fickle. But I'm taking fucking SMU, man. Nice. <laughs> Whoa, I'm right. taking SMU to cover 11 versus Cincy. I think Cincinnati has uh, played down to its competition, which it is its competition, by the way. The schedule is horrible besides Notre Dame, which is also very bad. Oh, but anyway, um, SMU plays hard, man. They're played tough. They're 8-2 and two team. Uh, it's going to be Cincinnati's last battle. And we're going to see if Cincinnati's pissed off at the world because they keep getting jumped by teams in the committee. Or are they going to smoke SMU? Or are they going to fucking are they going to play down and, and struggle? SMU is going to play hard. They're going to hit you in the mouth. And uh, I got a couple kids at SMU. That's the reason. I'm going SMU, man, to cover to cover 11. All right. Well, perfect. We appreciate you. Started with the Seahawks over the Cardinals. Ended with SMU uh, with 11 against Cincy and all things in between. We appreciate you. We can't wait for these feel-good Fridays every week. Ladies and gentlemen, Real Coach JB. Thank you, I love that man. Best. He is so he held his phone that entire time. Oh yeah, uh-huh. uncomfortable. Very he, uncomfortable. He, his arm and muscles had to have been so sore. Uh, before this hour ends, AJ, we have to pick the entire slate. Big thanks to JB, but it is now time for the most anticipated segment of the week. Every week, AJ Hawk, Super Bowl champion, college football national champion, Ryder Cup champion, and I will pick the entire slate of games against the spread and AJ got me last week he got me good but going in to the week 11 Sunday both AJ and I are undefeated mm-hmm. Lions Browns Lions getting 11 and a half traveling to Cleveland AJ Hawk your selection Evie I'm taking the Lions in the 11 and a half right oh, here go AJ Give me the Lions as well, plus 11 and a half. I don't think the Browns are a team that can blow anybody out right now with the way everybody's talking. I don't think they're together enough. Seems like every game is going to be a dogfight. They might be able to win. Who knows? 49ers, Jags, six and a half. AJ. Niners at minus six and a half. Me too. Let's go. Let's keep it going. We're going to clean the slate here. Colts, Bills. Colts getting seven. It was at seven and a half at one point. It is now seven, traveling to Buffalo. 
Bills minus seven all day. Colts plus seven all yeah. fucking day. Come on, Carson. Here we go, Carson. Come on, Carson. Keep talking, Carson. Keep talking about hey, it. Hey, Carson, do this one for Hudson Rose. Come on, yeah. Carl. Hey, Carson, just give the ball yeah. to Jonathan Taylor and then go ahead and get it open. Boom. <laughs> Bills are a great fucking squad. And Bills Molly is going to be so loud. It's going to be cold up there. I got to call it plus seven. Had him at seven and a half. Cold Would like that potentially. Who cares? Dolphins, Jets, three and a half in New York, New Jersey. Flacco. Dolphins minus three and a half. Flacco's plus three and a half. Hell for yeah. For <laughs> sure. Flacco plus three and a half. Let's go to the Washington football team and the Panthers. The Washington coming off that game against Tampa. Panthers here. What? Minus three Panthers, I think it is. Yeah. Cam yeah, Newton. Panthers minus three. Yeah, I'll just ride alongside you. I'm not going to let you pick up a win when we have no idea what Cam Newton is yet. So I'll go minus three with the Panthers and bet against the Washington football team again, even though it kicked me right in the dick last week. Let's go to Ravens, Bears, five and a half. Chicago, or Baltimore favored going to Chicago. Lamar hasn't practiced the last two days. He is on the field today. This comes after a Thursday night game against the Dolphins in which they looked terrible traveling to Chicago. Uh, I like the Ravens here at the points. Me too. Golly, didn't want to. All right, give me the Bears. No, nope. mm-hmm. give me the Ravens. Yeah. Damn it. Saints, Eagles, plus two for the Saints traveling to Philadelphia with Coach Sirianni. Coach Sirianni, how, how's the team feel and look as the Saints come marching into the brother, city of brotherly love? If they start Trevor Simeon, we're going to beat the fuck out of them. Okay, Sean Payton not happy about the rules last week. He talked to Dan Patrick, said, why don't we have full-time refs? The Saints seem to be on the wrong end of fuck calls more often than most teams. Saints plus two going into Philly, AJ? I'm taking Eagles minus two. All right, I'll take the Saints. Uh, Texans, Titans. Titans at home favored by 10. Big spread, but I'm still taking the Titans minus 10. Give me the Texans, but I think the Titans win. And then next week against the Patriots, look out to that Titan squad that is on an absolute roll. Next game, let's go to the Packers-Vikings. One and a half is what the Packers are favored by traveling to Minnesota. I'm surprised the spread's not higher, but Packers minus one and a half. Me too. This is still Aaron Rodgers' spite, and that mm-hmm. defense is still the defense. Next game, let's go Bears or Bengals-Raiders. Oh, sneaky great game here. I got the Bengals. You? I got, yeah, Bengals minus one. Cardinals minus a one and a half against the Seahawks. JB likes the Seahawks to get an outright win here at home. Underdogs. I got Seahawks plus one and a half. Okay, I got... That as well. That does. Uh, that just doesn't make any sense to me to take Russell Wilson getting points at home, not do it. Yep. And then Sunday night footballs, Steelers charge. Oh, I'm sorry, Cowboys Chiefs. Oh boy, uh, I'll take Cowboys at plus two and a half. Give me the Chiefs, Steelers Chargers five and a half. Chargers uh, minus five and a half. Steelers plus five and a half. Right. We're back on Monday to finish this thing off. All right, that's the show. Thank you so much for listening. If you haven't done it already, store.patmcafeeshow.com. Everything is 25% off. If you do buy something, hashtag PMS Big Sale Friday. Take a picture of it. Send it to us. Pat's going to be giving away $25,000. 25 different people are going to win 1000 bucks each. We can't thank you guys enough for watching, listening, interacting with us. We know there's a whole bunch of other shit out there and the fact that you spend time with us. We greatly appreciate it. Enjoy the games this weekend. We will see you guys for Overreaction Monday. Cheers.